parkour. What was that? Okay, I'm taking a dump again. Those hot browns. Take a huge, uh, just a huge, massive poop. Hot brown? Yeah, it was a giant hot brown dump. <laughs> that's it. That's the intro. <laughs> I think it's like, you guys, I do think that we have room in this podcast for more just on the spot humor. You, you feel me? More, more poop just, jokes? More poop jokes. For when you're dumping. For when I'm, for when I'm dumping. For when I'm 30 minutes late to the podcast because I just had a huge dump to take. Caitlin, every time I go to your house, you're always dumping. And <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I have to scream into your window like Romeo and I say, wherefore art thou always dumping? <laughs> I can't answer you because I'm dumping. So then, you know. Caitlin, go to the doctor. <laughs> no, I'm seriously. I'm, I'm all right problem. about it. I'm, you know, you just learn to live with things. So. And that's what we learned from the month of November. Oh yeah. my god, the less said about November, the better. Let's just play some D&D. Let's have some delicious fantasy escapism. Welcome to Dames and Dragons, an actual play D&D podcast. We're playing 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. My name is Kat, and I am your dungeon master. Uh, I'm Noelle, and I play Fran, who's a Genasi wizard. I'm Caitlin, and I play Corbin, who is a human druid. I'm Sophia, I play Laika, who is a deep... A deeply paladin. And the reason Sophia's <laughs> laughing is because she made us do a retake so she could do her intro better, and that's what she came up with. <laughs> Let's play d d Okay, so what happened last time? You guys escorted the goddess around as she uh, oversaw preparations for the Festival of Lights, which will be at the end of the week. Um, you found some suspicious stuff about the lanterns that'll be being sent up, but you're not quite sure what was going on with those. Uh, and you were just generally annoying little shits to the goddess's personal attendants, Cecilia and Cordelia. <laughs> um, and last thing that happened last time is as the goddess was being escorted away by her attendants, she uh, signed to you guys that you should go to the library. Right, right, right. So what do you guys want to do? What else is in the surrounding area besides um, the library? Yeah, so the temple library is on one side of the square. There is the uh, temple guard armory and barracks. There are the dorms of the attendants. Um, That's where we live? No, you actually live um, next to the goddess's personal quarters within the main palace, Mm -hmm. um, in the main temple. But the rest of the attendants, like the ones who just sort of do everything else in the temple, like, you know, clean up offerings and run gatherings and sweep up garbage and cook dinner, uh, they live in a dorm that is close to the temple. Otherwise, you guys can leave the temple area. You can go out into the rest of the city. You can go back to the forest. You can do anything you want. The goddess did give you instructions to go to the temple library to see if you could find anything more about what the under temple was used for, but you are by no means bound to do that. 
I say we plan on going to the library, but what's this? Is the barracks? The, how do you say it? barracks? Are the barracks close by? Are there any bears with rocks close there by? Aren't actually bears don't exist on Estrus, so no. No bear rocks. Then. No bear rocks. <laughs> can we go check? Just walk by, peep in, see if there's any like cool NPCs we can sure. talk to. Yeah, you can go uh, check the barracks. Is everybody agree? Or is yes. I want to. Yeah, I want to scope out the muscle factor in the barracks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. I want to scope out the hot factor in the barracks. Yes. Yeah, okay. I want to talk to someone with a crazy character voice. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, you guys go to the temple barracks. The barracks are basically directly opposite of the temple palace. So you walk in, and first thing you see is a desk with a gnome man in a wolf mask sitting there doing paperwork. He looks great. Uh, and around you there's, you know, guards coming in and out. Um, it looks a little bit like the inside of a police precinct. So there's the receptionist, and then there's some people doing paperwork at desks behind him. Hmm. So he looks up, and he he stands at attention immediately. Uh, and he says, Oh! Welcome, welcome! You're, I didn't know that you were coming by. Oh, oh, I should get tea. I should get crumpets. What, what should... Who? What am I doing? This is why you're always supposed to be prepared. They say you're supposed to be prepared. I, I lay a gentle hand um, on his shoulder, and I look him in the eye with a kind expression, and I say, Show me the beefcakes. <laughs> yeah, the, the beefcakes, you say. You do. You want to see the... the Mostly men. I can take you to the uh, the, the, the training grounds. Flex those pecs, mm. boy. Okay, well, uh, so he's going <laughs> to show you guys to the... No, no, no. I was requesting that he flex. Okay, well, I'm going to have you roll to persuade him. Cool. That's a three. No, he's not convinced <laughs> to flex his text. So I apologize, and I say, can you just tell me about your background? I love this character voice, and I just want to hear a little bit more. What about a name? Oh, my name is Adgrin Oiv. I am the receptionist of the gods. Adgrin, you're adding a grin to my face. Aww. Why do you always gotta steal a good jokes? <laughs> well, I can show you to the training ground if you wish to inspect the quality of the temple god. Ooh, yes. That would be wonderful. Okay, um, so he escorts you back past the desks uh, through a back door to the training square. A fairly sizable courtyard with dummies for practicing against and archery butts to shoot arrows at. Which, yes, archery butt is actually what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually what those targets are called. Uh, we all gave each other some significant looks. <laughs> I wish I didn't have that knowledge, but that is knowledge I have, so we're going to use right. the correct term. Don't you, don't you worry your cute little archery butt about it. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, there's guards training. There's a group doing uh, archery drills, and there's a group doing sword drills. They're the recruits, the rookies, the rookie guards. How old are they? Um, they range between, like, probably 16 and 19. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's really creepy as adults. <laughs> <Noelle. laughs> 
Also, listen, equally, I'm trying to be conscientious of who I hit on as Franz. It's uh, it's equally creepy giving Franz normal voice. <laughs> that's the voice that came out. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna let's see. We're gonna roll for uh, roll for beefcakes. I'm just gonna oh, perfect. See how many of these guys are beefcakes. Okay, so two of the archers, oh, wow. super good looking. There is a tiefling archer, and he is uh, he takes his wolf helmet off, and his long black hair glistens in the sun as he tosses it about, uh, and then he hands his his bow to the next person after he's just uh, landed a bullseye, and then the other one in that group he hands it to is a uh, half orc woman who has. <laughs> Uh, stop rolling to fall in love. I will never stop rolling to fall in love. <laughs> okay. And, and I will not reveal the results until this is over. So there's the an, other one is an orc woman uh, with piercing blue eyes and sort of grayish skin um, who looks like she could rip a table in half. Uh, and um, the gnome, whose name I've already forgotten, he's says, ah, those are star pupils. They are Vicente Giohanna and Zara Volves. They will be excellent additions to the guard. We, we considered auditioning them for the palace guard, but they're yet too young. So I walk up to Zara and I'm like acting really cool and I'm just like holding my sword and I'm like, just, like looking at it and I kind of like do like a cool, cool like sword move. Roll a deck save. <laughs> That's a five. Yeah, so you attempt to do a cool sword move, and then you just, like, drop your sword at her feet. And she, like, she looks down at it, picks it up, and... Oh, yeah. And she just, like, spear throws it at the archery butt, and it just sticks right in. It's not a bullseye, but it it buries itself into the archery butt. Wow. Um, I want to charm her, but I have no- I I'm can't get- do this in real life, so... I'll just roll, and I'm going to give you a disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see. 15. Okay, so 15, at 15, uh, you give her a, a sort of a, you know, the up-down, give her a, hey, like your moves. Hey, I like your moves. <laughs> uh, so she looks at you and she's you're the personal guard of the goddess, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I, I guess. Oh, you should, uh, you're giving a tour of the palace sometime. I'm not allowed in there yet, but, uh, so sure like bye, to Bye, guys. Look- I'll see you later. Good luck <laughs> in the library. Okay, just hold up, hold up, hold up. It'll be fine. Just, you can wait on this till later. So I give her a wink, and I'm like, I'll see See you later. And I walk really coolly away. <clears throat> Meanwhile, I use minor illusion to um, put a picture of myself on Vicente's uh, archery butt. So he's going <laughs> to shoot? Yeah. Your face? Yeah, it's fine. He he actually handed the bow to uh, to Zara, so he's, well, <laughs> he's just kind of confused. <laughs> I then remove that minor illusion. I make another minor illusion on Zara that looks like me, a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> everyone tactic. Everyone is baffled. No one understands why you're doing this. Um, I shoot finger wait, guns wait. at Vicente, and I say, "What do you think?" Uh, he does not know how to react to that situation. He walks away. Um, I uh, hit my palm with my other fist, and I say, "Nailed it." 
All right, um, well, that's all the beefcakes in the training yard. So Corbin really wanted to see these beefcakes, and he is extremely enamored. But upon seeing them, he is so overwhelmed <laughs> by what he's seeing. that He just ha- he stands uh, at the precipice of the area and, and very nervously worries his hands and does not approach. Okay. So and especially just... especially after seeing uh, Fran's horrible, horrible <laughs> uh, I use minor illusion to a picture of myself on Corbin's face. <laughs> So what's the tiefling guy doing? He just walked away. He's gone. You guys scared him off. He didn't like it. He did not like it, no. Oh, he liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do you guys have anything else you want to do here besides make the trainees uncomfortable? So is there any other place in the the barracks? Honestly, not really. There's, you know, sleeping quarters and stuff, but there's nothing that you guys would really... Besides, like, watch people creepily take naps in the middle of the day. <laughs> uh, you could do that. There are definitely people sleeping there right now. People who work night shift. <laughs> I hate the way Noel just looked at me. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, you guys horrifying. Okay. <laughs> God, you're creepy. <laughs> Let's go to the library. <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys leave your enthusiastic gnome guide behind. Oh, he can't come with. No, he's the receptionist at the guard's desk. He's not going to go with you to the library. A grin is subtracted from my face. Okay. So the library is on the other side of the temple square. Okay, I ask où est la bibliothèque. <laughs> Donde está la biblioteca? So the temple library is an 11-story tower of completely smooth white stone. There is a double door entrance at the bottom. And along one side, there are blue glass windows that go all the way up. The top is kind of like a ladle shape. You you can't see it from the ground, but there is a courtyard at the top and a beautiful rooftop garden up there. It's famous throughout the city as just being pretty much the most relaxing, the most serene place in all of Estra. So, as you guys enter the library, you can see all the way to the top to a skylight that leads up to that rooftop garden. Um, Sophie's probably the only one who would get this, but it looks a little bit like the Guggenheim. <laughs> I've been to the Guggenheim. You have? I yeah, I was I've 10 years old. I pictures of it. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it looks a little like the Guggenheim. <laughs> Wait, is I this not it? I don't remember is, what the Guggenheim looks like. Is the Guggenheim that building that Will Smith runs down at the very beginning of the first Men in Black movie? Um, I, have, I have to look it up now. Can you can you say uh, Guggenheim one more time? Guggenheim. Oh, excuse you. <laughs> okay, so it is that building from the beginning of Men in Black. Okay, so it's the be- <laughs> building from the beginning of Men in Black. So you know. So each floor is ringed by bookshelves, which are just crammed full of tomes and scrolls and anything you can think of. Any sort of knowledge that you would want is here, because every copy of every book that's ever been produced in Estra is housed here. Yes, 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 yes. I'm at home. I'm ready to live here. Yeah. So there are attendants wandering through the library. These attendants are specifically the librarians. This is what they do. They keep this massive resource meticulously organized. And following them around are wisps, which provide light over their shoulders. Um, Some places of the library can be you know, a little bit dark. There's not a lot of windows. So there's a front desk located on the first floor and a veiled attendant from the Deer Clan who is working on some reference materials. What do you guys want to do? I I shed a single tear of joy because this is <coughs> my shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You do have a skill, don't you, that is... Um, researcher. Yeah. yeah, I am a researcher. So if I don't know what the information is, I 
I know where to find it. Basically. Yeah. Okay. So you know to go talk to this person to say to look for this, which I say, um, you guys, I don't know if somebody who wasn't a professional would know this, but that's the receptionist. <laughs> I say, wow. I make like, a noise and you can't tell if it's a scoff, um, a snort, a burp, or a fart. You don't know what it is. I say Guggenheim. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, genuinely, they probably don't know to talk to the receptionist. Yeah, I, I really wouldn't true. know. In fact, I don't even know. What's a receptionist? What is that? What career position? Uh, I, I, just, I swiftly walk away. What's your receptionist? Okay. I do not answer. Uh, and she looks up. Welcome to the premier home of all of the texts in Estra. What can I help you find today? Uh, do you have, like, a floor map of this library? Can I go up behind you? I say, where's the secret section? <laughs> I also come up behind and I say, what's a receptionist? <laughs> Well, I will answer your questions in order. Okay, so we do have a floor map that is located directly behind me. Each section is marked and color-coded. Ask if you need directions. There is no secret area of the library. The all, all secret texts are kept in the Temple Palace. A receptionist is somebody who is here to be helpful and give you directions. And you've certainly done that today. What's your name? Uh, my name is Luelle. Oh. You have Luelle. a beautiful name. <laughs> I don't know why Fran's laughing. She's quite rude. <laughs> Luelle, are you sure there's no secrets here? I promise you there is nothing secret in this library. It's exactly what someone with a secret would say. Is there <laughs> anything else? I can help you with today. You can just you can just have a super day, Luel. Thanks. You too. More like Lyle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys even remember what you're trying to look for in the library? No. <laughs> um, looking at the map, you can see there is a, a section on architectural history. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a section on like temple myths. They're pretty close because that's kind of the same area. Okay, so let's go to that area. Okay. Do you want to roll and see see if you guys can find some books? Ew. We're investigating. Mm-hmm. I, I got a nine. I got 11. Um, 15. Okay. So, Fran, unsurprisingly, in the architectural history section, you are able to find a history of all of the modifications that have been made to the temple. Um, it's like ar- the architectural blueprints. Okay. And looking at this, you can see uh, the first drawings of the city temple which was constructed well after Estra was established. So and also looking at these you can see that originally there were prison cells under the main temple palace. However in later revisions those cells and those prisons were moved underneath the guard barracks. Um, does it say, like, how big of cells they are? Are they for, like, humanoid? Yeah, it looks like they were just normal prison cells. Okay. Um, and there were about 20 of them under the temple, and there are currently about 50 under the guard barracks. It doesn't say anything about what they were used for. No, but you do, Noel, you notice when you're looking at the organizational system, it seems like there's a book missing. Hmm. Do we have, like, a reference number? The... One on its left is 1100.6, and the one on the right is 1100.8. Cool. So, it's 1100.7 that's missing. Okay. So then, 
Next, we check out the mythology section. Okay. Sure. Uh, in the mythology section, you find a lot of things about uh, the old gods, about the hierarchy of the forces and the gods. You find one record that is particularly interesting, and it is a list of attempts by the god Torva. Torva has attempted to bring down Estra many, many times. So in the hierarchy of the pantheon of the old gods, there are the forces, and the forces represent the general sort of concepts of a world. There's uh, Fen, the, the force of life, there's Iol, the force of death, mm -hmm. and so Torva is a child of the force Rael, who is the force of war. Mm -hmm. um, Rael has the most gods under him, Okay. Um, so there is Belius, the sword, Fiona, the shield, Poe, the axe, Wea, the archer, Minotine, the spear, Desert, the flame, Raskar, the rage, Vioni. <laughs> did, did you just say NASCAR, the rage? <laughs> Fucking hate you guys. Sponsored, this podcast is sponsored by NASCAR. No, yeah. it's sponsored by Raskar, god of rage. <laughs> There's also Vioni, the scavenger. And Torva is the conqueror, and he is largely regarded as the instigator of the great calamity which destroyed the world below. Um, Vioni is the closest god to Torva. Much of her power was gained by feeding off of the battles that Torva instigated. Mm -hmm. The others, uh, the Raskar and Desert are also major players in all of the schemes of Torva and the downfall of the world below. After the world below was destroyed and Estra was raised, Torva approached the goddess to try and gain a foothold in the city, and she cut off his head. So, mm. he has since attempted to invade the city dozens of times, and what you do find is that the cells underneath the temple were destroyed during an escape attempt by converts of Torva. They pulled down the walls and buried themselves alive inside the prison. But people think he's dead then, right? Because no. the goddess killed him? Her cutting off his head didn't actually kill him. Gods can't be killed. They can only be banished. So this is like an Osiris ancient Egyptian type deal. Yeah. And the thing is, while no one worships the old gods in Estra. It is an undisputed fact that they existed. Just without any worship within the city, they are unable to enter it. And a large part of that is because of the way the goddess has set up the protections on the island. So it's been a very long time since any footholds of Torva or any of the other old gods have been established in the city. The la Yeah, the last record of a major conversion was the one that ended in the converts burying themselves alive in the prison. Oh, and then also in that book you find that the Under Temple was discovered while clearing the rubble of the botched prison escape. Oh, it was discovered? Yes, it turns out that the, the Under Temple is a large, naturally formed cave which seems to have been part of the Great Forest and was pulled up with the rest of the island. Mm -hmm. It was converted to uh, imprison a child of Rael in the year 1032. What? Yeah, so that's what you guys are able to find in the library. We don't find who who was imprisoned? No, you aren't able to figure out who's imprisoned. Um, uh, can we check these books out? Ah, yeah, you can go. Uh, there's a self-checkout. <laughs> Let's go hit up that 
Lyeller. <laughs> Alright, well, we go back down. We, we shoot at her desk. Yeah, she's still at her desk. Luelle is still at her desk. Luelle, you look so beautiful. Even more beautiful than I saw you when I saw you like an hour ago. How can I help you? Uh, we noticed that there was a book missing from the section we were looking at, and we were wondering if you know who has it or where it is. Do you have the reference number of the book you're looking for? Sure do. It's 1100.7. Okay. <laughs> uh, and she waves a hand and summons a wisp to her, and the wisp sort of hovers around her for a second and then whizzes off. Uh, it comes back a minute later, and um, she sort of looks at it for a second and seems to be having some sort of silent communication with it. She says... It looks like the book under that uh, heading was destroyed um, in an accident mm, not too long sure. ago, in fact. All right. <laughs> uh, we, do still, we do still have the ruined book, but it's completely illegible at this point. Uh, we'll take it. Okay. Also, we check these out. <laughs> so I'm you- sorry that that magic is endangering your job. <laughs> All right. So, uh... <laughs> You check out your books, and uh, she goes and gets you the ruined book. Um, it looks like wine has been spilled all over it, and it's just completely <laughs> yeah. soaked with wine. That is not Ooh. how I expected it to be destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it looks like, and by I say like wine was spilled on it, it looks like it was sort of like someone just literally took a glass of wine and just poured it over the entire book. Like, it doesn't look like a natural spill. Right. It, so it's like somebody like dunked it in like a... Yeah. Like a mm-hmm. One of those <laughs> wine You guys barrel? know the yeah, in the Sims when they when they stomp on those grapes to make wine, <laughs> like somebody dunked it in one of those. Somebody stomped on it. Cat. In you think that's something that only happens in the Sims? Clear. <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't. Okay, look, they, they <laughs> the Sims get in there. They take off their shoes and their socks, and they stomp around with their nasty, dirty feet in these like barrels of grapes. <laughs> that's a thing. That cannot be how People it happens in real life. Do All that. right. Well, oh, don't I drink am. any wine. Put your wine in. I am just uh, real shooken up by this. <laughs> um, is there? Uh, I want to ask the receptionist. I say, Luel, you look like a luau. A, a luau. You just, you're wonderful. You're so helpful. I just want to know, do you know anyone in the city who could help us repair this book? Is there any sort of scribe dude who's got his fingers all up in this mess? Well, um, you could talk to the restorationists. Uh, we do contract them. Um, there's a really good company that is just outside of the temple compound. I can write down their address for you guys. Oh, thank you, Luau. Mm-hmm. You're so nice. <laughs> yep. Is that everything? Are you leaving yet? <laughs> I have a question. Mm. Do you have a um, uh, sleepover in the library night? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do, but it is only for uh, citizens 10 years and younger. I could do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, respectfully, you definitely can't. Um, I open up my spell book and I point to disguise self, <laughs> and then I point at Luel, and I just let her know that any of those kids could be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh, we leave. <laughs> okay, so are you guys gonna go to the restorationist or? Ah, uh, yeah, let's go to the restorationist. Okay. So the restorationist is outside of the temple compound, um, in the bottom floor of one of the many tall buildings. It is a tidy little workshop 
You can see lots of different books, you know, in different piles in different states of restoration. Um, many of them are sealed within magical bubbles to keep them from being further damaged. Cute. Yes. Cute. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. And a halfling woman is hard at work behind one of the desks. Um, she is almost invisible uh, behind the huge stacks of books. And she does not hear you come in. Time to spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Stealth roll. Yeah, Stealth roll. Stealth roll. We're going to sneak up on her. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got uh, 19. Okay, she, yeah. She, you guys sneak up on her. You scare the bejesus out of her. Um, yeah. I and say, books! <laughs> yeah. uh, she screams and throws her pen at you. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I did not hear you guys come in. Um, what can I do for you today? Do you have, um, I'm, I'm really, I have a huge backlog, but I guess I can still be taking new orders. Uh, we got this book that we need fixed up. Can you help us out? Also, what's your name? Um, oh, well, uh, my name is Haven. Um, well, I mean, I, I can take the book, but I, like I said, we've got a huge backlog of orders, and I'm not really the boss here, I'm just his assistant. This is for the goddess. I mean, so is everything else. These are all books from the temple library. No, 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 this is... Directly from the goddess. Directly from the goddess. Directly if, from the goddess. If you don't do this, you're committing a sin. This is you, villain. I, I, I. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I guess I can take a look at it now. Um, and she, she, clears off some space on her desk and pats it. You know, put down your, put down your book. But she's cleared off some I space. Put it, I put it. Down. I sit down on where she. Oh. <laughs> I try to put it down I, and put it down in, in uh, like, a slap. I sit down on top of the book on top of the book. <laughs> I'm not really sure what you guys want me to do here. Oh, 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 I, I move. Excuse me. <laughs> I, I get okay. off. Um, so she takes a look at the book and she goes, this is really bad. <laughs> what happened to this? We would just love to know that. Well, we I, think it looks like in The Sims when there's <laughs> <laughs> and they're stomping, and you get the idea. Well, yeah, it looks like someone uh, poured a lot of wine on this. Mm -hmm. Like what I said. <laughs> um, well, let me see what I can do. Uh, so she takes the book and takes some stones and some scrolls and arranges them around the book, and I'm going to see if she can restore it. Oh. Boy, oh no, she does not. That <laughs> does not. Uh, so she arranges the stones and the scrolls, and she a, a light blue smoke rises from them, and it settles into the book, and the book just turns bright blue, like just solidly bright blue all the way through. <laughs> this is really a problem. This is also like in The I, Sims making magic when they try to cast a spell, but they do it wrong. <laughs> exactly what actually just happened. Caitlin, how much Sims have you played? Lots! <laughs> Caitlin, you know The Sims isn't real, right? What? <laughs> anyway, so Haven, she, she looks like she's about to cry. Like, 
I'm so sorry. I told you I'm not. I'm just his assistant. And I'm I, not really that good at this I give her a hug because I really am. I also start crying. If you're crying in front of me, I'll cry too. So I, you know, I go for it. Yeah, I, I, also, I also get in on the hug. Yeah, yeah. so do I. It's all right. It's just, Are we all crying? You're all just crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. I'm I'm shaping water, all the water away from your oh. eyes. I'm really sorry. I don't know if I can fix it. Do you do you think that your mentor could fix it? He's 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 not here. Where is he? He's he's he's. <laughs> I'm gonna roll I, the console. Yeah, I, yeah. Let's all roll the console. Oh, I got a 16. I don't know what. To I got add 17. To that. I got 11. Okay. Well, you guys are able to console her. Okay. Um. She's, okay. Well, Master Icedigger is. He should be here by this evening. He's uh. He's working on some special orders for the library. But if he want to come back tomorrow, he might have been able to do something. Please don't tell the goddess. <laughs> we it's... all just laugh. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you just take a long bath tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. Okay. You take it easy, my friend. Okay. Okay. Um. So what else do you guys want to do? Could we, like, go talk to the attendants? Sure. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk to, like, the goddess's personal attendants, the ones that you've uh, spoken with before? <laughs> or do you guys want to talk to just, like, and the first attendant you come across? I would say crow and wolf attendant, just because I don't think we'll get. Yeah. Unless we, we to, have, like, magic. We need to pick some people who know something, but are too stupid to keep it hidden from us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is there, like, an alcohol we can get to, like, yeah, loosen people up? We, oh, yeah, there's wine. Can we... <laughs> Can we intoxicate some people? Sure. But it is, at this point, it's like mid-afternoon, mm-hmm. um, and temple attendants would not drink while they're on the job. They take their jobs very seriously. So if you want to do that, you'd want to wait till this so evening. So what if we made some really strong jello shots that were super sweet, and we were just like, we got these jello cups for you guys, y'all? Sure. <laughs> or what if we said, we're going to throw a party tonight, y'all want to come? And that so would also make sense. Cordelia and Bedelia, too. Mm-hmm. Cecilia and Cordelia? Yes. <laughs> let's, let's be like, let's do like, we want to do like a uh, uh, thank you to all the attendants from the Guardian come to our party where we will be serving extremely alcoholic beverages. So, and I mean, actually, it's not a bad idea because you guys are new here and you're Mm -hmm. going to be here for as long as the goddess is. I personally send, like, a handwritten invitation to Zara. Is it it legible at all? It's got, like, a lot of hearts on it and, like, probably, like, some anime drawings of, like, wolves. (laughs) Because I'm a teenager, so... Alright, so I'm going to use uh, my spell Silent Image to make a huge banner in the sky in the middle of the square, <laughs> inviting people. <laughs> and it's shining, and it's flashing lights. Uh, and it says, party in Corbin's room. <laughs> you? Uh, Are you going to invite the tiefling guy? Vicente? Oh, he'll come. I put a picture of myself next to him. <laughs> We're like, he'll run the other way. 
Uh, that's rude and patently untrue. All right. So, uh, what do you guys uh, do to prepare for this party? Do you get refreshments? Do you get yeah? We buy. I go out and I get the strongest booze made by the wildest Sims. I know. <laughs> um, so while you guys are preparing for this wild, raging party in Corbin's room, <laughs> which I'm going to remind you guys, it's like a yeah, dorm room. Yeah, it can room. also be in the hallway outside. Yeah, it can spread yeah. out. Um, in our, all of our rooms. Yeah. Like, so yeah. we can do rooms. like, yeah, themes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like wolf, crow, deer. <laughs> and then they and then all intersect in the And we can have like hallway. drinks that are specifically for each one too. Like this yeah. is like what wolf piss tastes like. And, yeah. You know. <laughs> And this is what deer piss tastes like, and this is what crow piss tastes yeah. like. Yeah. Oh, oh, I just want to say, I also want to get the hottest bards in town, because I want yes. them to be pe- playing, like, very sick oh, beats. Yeah. Very okay. sick teams. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so while you guys are you guys are preparing for the party, and you uh, go back to Corbin's room and your rooms to uh, start setting up, and sort of squaring off in the hallway is one of the deer veiled attendants and uh, Gingy. Oh. And Gingy is standing outside of your room and, and she is she is growling mm. at this attendant. So I just walk up and I'm like, what's going on? The attendant whirls around on her heel. Get your beast under control. Watch your tone, lady. This is my best friend and I don't let anyone talk to my friends that way. I'm not talking to your friend. I'm talking to you. This beast is your responsibility. Her name is Gingy, and whatever you did to upset her is your fault. I was just attempting to find you, as you all are expected at fittings for your ceremonial armor. Gingy, what happened? This lady was trying to get into your room. And I told her that she's not allowed to, but she can't understand me. Um, and so we've been squaring off like this because I'm pretty sure I'm not supposed to bite her. Is that right? Can I bite her? Can I bite her, please? Can I please bite her? Can I please Not bite right her? now, but maybe later. And I, <laughs> I step in front between the two of them, so I'm blocking Gingy, and I just say, stay out of my room. It's not your room. It is not your place to speak to me like this. You are, she takes a deep breath, sort of steadies herself, says, you are expected for your fittings, please follow me. And she turns on her heel and just starts walking, expecting that you guys are following her. No, I have to calm Gingy down. (laughs) I whisper to you after she walks away that she's not invited to the party tonight. (laughs) I add that to the banner. (laughs) So you guys don't follow her. Yeah, fuck that. So she stops at the end of the hall and says, Please follow me. We have updates on the shades. hope you're enjoying the episode it's me noelle and i usually play fran but right now i'm playing basketball vigorously while i record this as you can tell from my youthful and healthful state of voice that's right i have a cold it's making me feel sick but now let's check in with some people who aren't making me feel sick thanks so much to cosmemer from the uk for the itunes review 
that was so nice of you to say that listening to our podcast leaves you feeling like you were hanging out with friends. That's that's ideal. Please, all of you, come into my home. Step into my bedroom. Let's hang out. Let's have some chips. Let's just let's just really get into our deep emotional problems and sort them all out in the course of one day. That's what I do with my friends. That's this is not the point. Thank you so much, Godsweaver. Also, I want to point out another part of your uh, comment that you said that you occasionally get us confused. This is the highest compliment we've ever been paid. We, um, as a friend group, all tend to towards mimicry and so when we're together we all mimic the crap out of each other and we become one formless human blob it's horrifying our own parents can't tell the differences between our voices and that is true so uh, that word occasionally just lit up our lives Uh, we hope that as time goes on the differences between our voices become um, a little bit more clear uh, and we'll try to not imitate each other, but by God, it comes naturally. Um, also, I just want to take a little moment to say if you are in a country other than the U.S. and you leave us an iTunes review, we actually won't be able to see it um, unless we like specifically happen to look it up. So if you want us to see it, um, send us a message on Facebook or on Tumblr because we would love to see your feedback. But iTunes is country locked. I don't know why they do that crap. I also want to um, have a shout out today to uh, friends of the podcast at WatcherCast. They're an unofficial Buffy podcast, so you can tune into that to experience two awesome college ladies discussing the themes and ideas and jokes and other revelry about uh, television classic Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, they currently have a promo up, which sounds very funny, and they will be posting episodes starting on March 1st, so be sure to subscribe and check them out. As for ways to check us out, uh, today I'm going to talk a little bit about SoundCloud, and by a little bit, I really mean a little bit. So basically, we have SoundCloud. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, where our audio is hosted, so if you want to subscribe on soundcloud you are welcome to uh we are dames and dragons on soundcloud as you you know may be shocked to hear i also have a soundcloud that has the soundtrack on it and i'm noelle sheree on soundcloud that's n-o-e-l-s-h-i-r-i so if you want to hear that music um and just really revel in all of the incredible rhythm (laughs) and uh timing talents that I definitely uh, have, (laughs) go ahead and check that out. So yeah, last of all, um, I just want to remind you to check out our website at damesanddragons.com. Check out our Tumblr, our Twitter, our Facebook, our Patreon. Um, We're looking forward to talking to you and make sure to tell your friends. And if you uh, post about our podcast publicly somewhere, make sure that you send us a message so we know about it because we'd love to give you a shout out on the podcast or possibly even in the episode. But that won't be happening until arc two. But get ready for it. Get ready for it. Hold on to your whole body. Don't let go of it because if your body falls off, 
won't be able to listen to our podcast. <laughs> and now for a message to Chantel. Listen, Chantel, do you remember that time that Sophia decided to call you Shantytown as your nickname and you hated it and we all still call you that? <laughs> and now her updated nickname is Chanterelle as in the cute little mushroom. Oh, cute. Aww. I like that. Yeah. Does she, does she like that? Yeah. Okay. She just <laughs> wants us to, to call her name. Right. Well, all right, Chantel. The code word is Chanterelle. The sleeper agent is active. Go. Cordelia takes you guys to a uh, mirrored room where there is a gnome woman who is, uh, she's dressed all in white, but she's not an attendant. She says, oh, you're here for your fittings. Oh, I'll take you all just one at a time. Um, Who wants to go first? My clothes fit me just fine. Thank you. <laughs> and I, like, touch my boob window after I say this. Why? I'm just, honestly, we're just not going to go through this. You guys get some new armor. <laughs> <laughs> You get ceremonial white armor. I uh, will be chiseling out a boob window. It yeah. already had a boob window. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay, then never mind. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Um, but it's white and gold, and it's beautiful. It's, like, way nicer than anything you guys have. But it doesn't actually affect your armor class at all. It's just to make you guys look pretty. So while you guys are getting fitted, pretty this said, we've done a thorough investigation of the remains of the shades, and we've confirmed that they came from the world below. The remnants were examined by scholars at the library and from the college. We're pretty sure that because they seek purity and goodness, they came to the goddess to try and drain her life force. There's nothing else for them on the world below, so that's really all that makes sense. So I just wanted to make sure you guys were updated on that mm. so that uh, you know that there's really no reason to continue whatever you guys are doing. They were summoned, though. So whoever, even if they came from the world below, I'm pretty sure, like, any... They just get up here on their own. Right. Yeah, okay. actually, yeah, that's a very astute observation. Do I get a point of inspiration? Yeah, you get a point Yay! of inspiration. Yay! Yeah, because nothing nice. nothing can enter Astro without being summoned there. Dope. So, um, actually, I'm going to clarify this for our listeners. In 5th edition D&D, there is a function called inspiration in which I can grant a point of inspiration to a player if they make an astute observation or they do something particularly clever. Basically anything that I feel like they've earned it through character building, world building, and just paying attention to what I've told them. Uh, a point of inspiration means that at any time they can expend that point to gain advantage on a roll. Um, and in the 5th edition rulebook, it says that it's one of those things where it's either you have inspiration or you don't. Um, it doesn't stack. But I am going to ignore that. And if I want to stack inspiration, I will do that because I think it's kind of stupid. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that, like, you would only get one point. Call. Yeah. So, um, Sophia, you get a point of inspiration. Yeah. You can use that whenever you want. Um, so my question to you guys is, do we want to let her know that we know that? Or should we just be I like, think, oh yeah, it's I fine. feel like we should be. I think we should play along. Of, yeah, I think we should be that. suspicious of it, but I think we shouldn't let them know that we're suspicious yeah. of it. So yeah. just be like, sounds normal. 
Okay. Yeah. I yeah. say, sounds normal. Sounds normal. Sounds normal. <laughs> Great. Well, the goddess will be sequestered in prayer for the remainder of the week leading up to the Festival of Lights. I ask that you don't cause a lot of noise or ruckus in the quarter living quarters of the temple. I did see the banner in the square. The wow, birds, no. you're not invited, so <laughs> it's not going to be a problem. <laughs> you're going to have to have your party elsewhere. You can't be disturbing the goddess with revelry when she well, is... The, the goddess is invited. She is sequestered in prayer for the remainder of the week. Well, the best kind of worship is that it intoxicates, am I right? No, you're wrong. So anyway, the banners are kind of already out, so there's really nothing we can do at this point. Persuade her? Sure. Mm. All right, let's all try. 17. 14. 17. Oh, yeah, you're, she's persuaded. She only got a four. Uh, so good. Fine. <laughs> Just try and keep it down. I immediately go out and I buy some subwoofers for the party. Magical subwoofers. Yeah. They're dogs. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're actually, um, they are large, uh, I said large, probably about like three foot tall statues of dogs with open mouths that have the spell Amplify cast on them. <gasps> yes. I'm going to have you guys, uh, I'll roll party checks and see, see how good your combined score is for party. <laughs> this is just like when you throw a party in The Sims, you guys. <laughs> Kaylin, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> oh, I only got a nine. I got Sixteen. Seventeen. Are we adding anything to this? Uh no, I'm just seeing what your combined party score is and to figure out how epic your rager is. Alright. Yeah, so Laika and Fran, you guys you guys know what to do. You guys <laughs> This is in character for me though. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, you guys you put up okay, some cool so decorations, you, you put out some tables, you get some some snacks. Some good, like, chips and chip bowls that all match and are pretty cool looking. I, I turn on that, that strobe shirt. It's yeah, definitely. <laughs> get your strobe shirt on. And, uh, Corbin, you just kind of walk in with, like, a bunch of bottles of booze and just drop them on your bed and go, done! Yeah! <laughs> what about our band? Who's our band? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys went out and got the, the best band. So, Laika, you are able to get Fall Orc Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they, they are one of the hottest bard acts oh, in Extra damn. right now. I love Fall Arc Boy. There's only one thing that I know about from, like, inner city living. There's only one pop culture thing that I know about, and it is Fall Arc Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is um for young uh, half-work dudes. There is Patrick Make Their Hands Stumps. I <laughs> feel there's um, <laughs> Peter from Whence They Came. <laughs> One of the other band members. Uh, and also drummer and guitarist. Uh, okay, so everyone uh, shows up. Zara shows up. Uh, Vicente shows up. Yes. Um, Haven shows up from from the restoration shop. Luel she shows up. Oh, wow, thanks, Luel. Uh, what about the little known guy? Yeah, he comes. A bunch of, like, you know, just a bunch of random guards and attendants who are all, you know, they're letting their hair down and having a good time. Fran, your snacks are a hit. Um, I've styled my water <laughs> hair into a Marge Simpson style. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, people are people are super into Fall Orc Boy. Uh, they are uh, jamming out. So what do you guys want to do at your party? 
Uh, we want to find the oldest person here. Get them so drunk. And get them lots of drinks, yeah. Okay, um, so the oldest person at the party, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're guessing that probably the oldest person or people at the party are the ones who are elves, since elves have the longest lifespan. And there is a guard um, who, she has a crow mask on top of her head. There is a, a library attendant, and there is a temple attendant um, who has her crow veil sort of tossed over her head, like she's not covering her face right now, because <laughs> uh, she's smashed as hell, and her name's Aaliyah. I say we start with Aaliyah, because oh, she's yeah. going to pass out. Definitely yeah. agreed. Okay. Wow, this has been such a good party. You guys are like the best guardians that have ever been. You're so good. You're so good. And she's, she, um, Fran, she's like touching your face as she's saying this. She just kind of keeps putting her hand mm-hmm. like directly on the center of your face. All right. I cast this guy's self to look like a cop. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! And I oh, say, no, the cops are here. I say, what do you know about other guardians before us? <laughs> oh my god, the other guardians are so tower. They're so not. They're so not cool like you guys are. I, I give her a drink of water. She takes the water. <laughs> and this I say, I say it, uh, like she just can't <laughs> keep it in her mouth, and it sort of keeps like spilling out of her mouth. <laughs> I say, here's the good stuff, honey. And it's uh, just straight up vodka. Okay. She, <laughs> she downs the, the vodka like a pro. Yeah. She just takes it, downs it in one. Because that's good. See, that's why you're my favorite. You're my favorite. You're so beautiful. And she, Corbin, she like puts her hand on your boob and she goes, you're so young and so beautiful. <laughs> uh, who are you? I, I hand her a full bag of chips. I just kind of put it between her and Corbin. <laughs> okay, she starts eating the chips. She's super into the chips now. Good. Loves those chips. The ones before you guys, like, you guys knew them, right? Like, they're, they're cool, but, like, we didn't, I didn't really know them. Just, like, only here for, like, what, like, I don't want to think about sad stuff. I was talking about happy things. Have you guys seen... A dog before? <laughs> like, a, get Gingy in here. Alright, I call Gingy over. Um, she starts crying. She just starts <laughs> sobbing and, like, hugging Gingy and petting Gingy and just, so good. This dog is so good. She is good, but her life is in danger because we need information. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't tell us the things that we ask you, this dog will die. <laughs> Don't kill it. I'll tell you. What do you want? What do you want? Do you want the lottery every numbers? every dirty secret you know. I know that Cordelia is... Her face is stupid. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> That's no secret. <laughs> but, like, no one's ever, never, like, seen it. But I know that it's so stupid. Like, she never takes off that veil, and it's because she's, her face is the stupidest face it's ever faced. Um, That's interesting. What do you know about Cordelia and Cecilia? Like, they seem kind of rude. Oh my god, they're such bitches! <laughs> like, they weren't even supposed to be the goddess's personal attendants. Like, that was supposed to be me and Becky, but like... <laughs> You and Becky seem much more fit for the job. Like, we've been here, like, so long, and it was supposed to be our turn, but then, like, 
I don't even know. Cecilia is just such a manipulative bitch, and then Cordelia is just like came out of nowhere. Like, who even knows who she is? Do you know who she is? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where did Cecilia come from? Oh, Cecilia's been here for like forever. She's like trained. Trained you know, in the forest and then came here and was just like a massive bitch to everybody. <laughs> what do you know about the Undertemple? The Undertemple? That? Like, oh my god. No one even goes down there. It's so creepy. Have you guys been down there? It's super fun if you go down there and, and, and you tell ghost stories. Because there's been some scary things down there. Oh my god. Like what? Oh my god. So I'm not supposed to tell anybody this, so don't tell don't don't tell me I told you this. I never will. <laughs> oh my god. Do it, do it for Gingy. <laughs> no, that's the scariest thing is cause like like a thousand years ago, like I was just a kid. But like there was this whole really creepy shape-shifting monster that they kept down there and you know that that was the only place it could be kept because it was oh what's her name what's her name what's her name what's her name <laughs> it was Vioni yeah it was Vioni's vessel and it got summoned here but then Vioni got banished, and so it just, like, went fucking crazy. So they were, had to chain it up in the Under Temple. And, like, you went down there those days, and, like, that... You didn't have to tell a ghost story, because it was a fucking ghost story. <laughs> it was, like, the scariest thing in the world, because it's just fucking crazy. You know, when, when, when a vessel gets abandoned by its host, it goes fucking nuts. Do you know that? I did not know that, and it's, I am so happy to be talking to you right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's dead, though, so don't worry about it. It's dead. It's, How do you know it's dead? Because it fucking threw itself off the edge of the island. <laughs> that sounds normal, I say. Well, because it was insane. <laughs> because, you know, you know what happens? Because these vessels, they get imbued with godly powers, but then without a god's brain in them, they just can't handle it. So they just go fucking nuts. And they just destroy everything and then themselves. So it was normal. It was totally fine. <laughs> sounds quite normal. That sounds normal. Yeah, it was totally normal. It's super fun. Can I keep this dog? I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> she she uh, runs off to go be sick. I like call up one of her friends and I say like, "Hey, she looks pretty rough shape. You should yeah. you should check on her, and make sure she gets home." <laughs> okay, because that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, that's good party etiquette. That's what you do. That's yeah. what you do. Okay, do you guys want to talk to anyone else? Do you want to try and seduce your love interest? Yeah, did did <laughs> yes, did Sophia's to that. love interest show yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. Vicente showed up and Zara showed up. They're both um, chilling. They're watching uh, Fall Orc Boy. Yeah. This Genty is super into it, by the way. He is like, ha this is like his favorite band, and he is he's wearing his Fall Orc Boy t-shirt. <laughs> I want to try and, and help Fran. Um, before you can help me, I cast Minor <laughs> Illusion to put my face on the lead singer of Fall Orc Boy. <laughs> 
Vishanti is confused, but into it. And then I like walk up next to him and I'm like, so what do you think? Holy shit, were you the one who was able to get Follower Boy here? Yeah, she was! Yeah, that was me. How the hell did you do that? I was trying to get tickets for their show in the Grand Arena, and that's just like sold out for months! Yeah, well, I'm very charming. <laughs> do you think you can introduce me? Because, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> pa- Patrick makes their arm stumps is my hero. <laughs> Uh, while he's talking, I just like shrink away into the crowd because I got nervous all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> and I disappear. <laughs> okay. All right. Can I, go, can I go talk to Zara? Yeah, you can. So I like, I walk up with a drink in my hand and then I want to do like a cool backflip and then like the drink is still in it. Okay, well, yeah, roll. Roll the <laughs> I probably can't do this. Yeah, that's going to be real hard. Oh, I'm not! This is where you nap 20. (laughs) He's doing cool drink tricks to impress the girl. Yeah, so you do that. You do a backflip for no apparent reason. You you do a backflip and you toss the drinks in the air and, like, the the liquids change cups. You You catch the cups and then the liquids, like, fall into them and then you hand one to her. So she's she's impressed. She gives you, like, just a solemn nod. And like, hey, do you like to dance to stuff sometimes? No. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, is she gonna just kind of toss a turn? Oh, cool. I, I shrink <laughs> off that. She's like, <laughs> Uh, this, this is going. This is going about as well as it would have gone in real life. <laughs> I watch all of this from afar and think in my brain that this is why I never even try. Um, Great. So you guys throw the most epic party the temple has ever known. Good job, everyone. The next morning is super hungover. Except for us. Because we didn't drink. Good job, kids. Don't <laughs> drink. Super. 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 <laughs> um, so you guys wake up the next morning to a huge mess and a sending of a songbird. And it tells you in a voice that sounds, you've never heard it before, but it sounds familiar. It says, they're not letting me leave. You need to keep looking. There's something here they don't want us to know. No, Rael is the force of war. Okay. Who is the yeah. dad of... Yeah, so he's kind of like Torva. the dad. The dad of, uh, yeah, Torva yeah. and... And again, I, the, I use the word dad very loosely because okay. he's not actually... You know, he didn't do anything other than sort of create them from the aether, so... Yeah. 
So my dad did to me too. Mm-hmm. Hey, you I know, sprung fully formed from his forehead. Gross. Yes. Don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah. Tell him to wash his forehead. Yeah, he needs to get checked out. That's right. He had a big pimple, and it was me. <laughs> <laughs> that popped right out. Of course, of course, you are. Mm. Uh, right. That's why they named me Noel. Short for no pimple. <laughs> I decided to take out the word pimp because it was controversial. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. I hate that. 